It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Very much appreciate you joining me. We have a smorgasbord of, uh, of news uh, today. And I'm absolutely fascinated, actually, how uh, so many of the newspapers who have really paid no attention whatsoever to the issue of mass uh, illegal immigration to this country for an awfully long time are suddenly very concerned about it, but seem to be remarkably unconcerned about uh, limitations on the freedoms of uh, Brits in this country. Um, the vaccine passport issue, uh, the pink demic, really, yeah, nah, not so much. Not so much an issue for an awful lot. Uh, extraordinary. Um, that Dominic Cummings interview last night, I have to say, uh, a stonking watch, an absolutely stonking watch. Uh, and uh, so much more to talk about regarding Prince Harry, uh, pupils out of school last week. Yes, a small matter of 1.7 million pupils missing school last week. Uh, One million plus of those um, self-isolating um, because uh, they'd been in contact with someone across the classroom who's uh, had COVID. Um, so uh, not actually ill themselves. Uh, the crisis in our schools, in business, in transport uh, continues with the pandemic. Uh, so we're going to be talking about all of that and plenty more besides. Uh, first up, uh, let me introduce you to my guest who's joining me all this morning, Brendan Chilton, Head of Labour Future. Good morning to you, Brendan. Good morning, Julia. Pleasure to be back with uh, you. Well, I mean, after another, I don't know about everyone else, another sweltering hot night. James Max was just telling me uh, in the news update that uh, he has aircon in his home, which has is, is, is made me very upset after one of those nights sleeping in a, in a bedroom that was about 30 degrees. Uh, but uh, last night, I'm, I'm sure an awful lot of people feeling a bit bleary-eyed this morning as well. Um, I mean, you've got an excuse really to feel bleary-eyed at the, at the I say, the smorgasbord of news that's coming at us. Let's talk, first of all, about the migrant issue. Uh, we saw um, the, I mean, just a huge number of migrants crossing, largely because of this good, very good weather, very calm seas. Uh, the people traffickers now spreading out uh, along the French coast uh, to go through very lots of different options, much more dangerous, longer crossings for a lot of those migrants. 8,452 have arrived so far. Uh, that basically means that we've topped the 2020 uh, total of people coming. Priti Patel has asked the French to patrol the Channel beaches. She's paying £54 million for them to do so. Um, is it going to be enough? And is this actually something that she does need to tackle? This, bearing in mind, House of Commons last night voted uh, to make effectively, you know, travelling across the Channel in this manner uh, a criminal offence, so you'd be automatically arrested. Uh, and The default would be that, you know, you're, you're not eligible for asylum in that scenario. 
Well, Julia, it is now an absolute crisis. Uh, anyone that lives in Kent, as I do, has known this has been going on for almost a decade uh, to varying degrees. And only now is it really getting any national attention, bar the efforts of Thought Radio and one or two others. Well, Nigel um, Farage, to, be, to give him yes. credit, I mean, people uh, we seem to keep attacking for this. I don't think you should ever attack people who are just exposing what's really happening. I, I entirely agree on this. Um, it's alarming because... If we have an immigration system that's meant to be there for people to come into the UK legally after sufficient checks and investigations, if we have an asylum system uh, that says you should seek asylum in the first safe country you arrive at, there are plenty of safe countries in the European Union before you get to uh, Great Britain, uh, the whole system at the moment is completely failing. I've got severe doubts as to whether an extra £50 million pounds yeah. from the British government is going to do any good. If anyone goes to Calais, there are miles and miles of fences around the ports. There are armoured car patrols. There are police patrolling with dogs, cameras. It's the, probably the most secure border yeah. posts on the north coast and, of and Europe. And yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stop it happening. But again, I mean, it's interesting. We've, we've spoken to you know, immigration experts on this before. It, it, although there is a, you know, a, 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 it is the, the expectation that you, that you should uh, seek uh, asylum in the first safe country you get to, there is no legal requirement uh, for uh, uh, asylum seekers to do that. The question is, a lot of these people, is whether they're economic migrants rather than asylum seekers. Um, of course, everyone everyone will say they're coming from a war-torn country, but we know that with, remember in 2015, with all the Syrian uh, refugees, everyone was turning up, you know, a million people turned up in Germany. And reports later, of course, these are rather less uh, publicised than the events on at the time. Uh, some million people arrived, and it was thought that more than half of those were not from Syria. Um, uh, you know, when they actually did the language tests and the like, they, they, they were not. People throw away their passports. They, uh, they, they will claim to be uh, fleeing persecution. People are drilled by the treacle traffickers and others in what to say. Um, so you, you, there's no way of knowing. Bearing in mind, also virtually all of these people are young, healthy men, perhaps not those who are, are perhaps most desperate. Um, it's, it's, it's a very difficult one, but... Um, it's it's amazing how much Priti Patel, as she's often on the front pages talking about this, how little actually is being done. I mean, she was, you know, she's the darling of the Tory party faithful. Um, this is a very big issue for many of those voters, very big issue for Brexiteers in particular. There seem to be an awful lot on the left who, who seem to be perfectly happy about the idea of, you know, 8,452 people this year getting on rickety boats uh, and uh, and coming to this country completely illegally. Um, but um, do, do, you th do you think the government's going to get on top of this? I mean, and do you think it matters if they do? I think it's extremely important that the government gets on top of this, but what more uh, the Home Secretary can do, I don't know. In my opinion on this, she's completely failed. Uh, and it is a massively important issue because every time a boat successfully crosses the channel illegally, it is an incentive for others to do so. Yeah. The channel is one of the busiest uh, shipping lanes in the world. And for every boat, that's come across the channel, I would wager there are probably one, two or three that didn't make it, which means lives have been lost. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the other anyone... ones that we don't know about. I mean, when you say 8,452, do you think, yeah, sure, sure, we've caught all of them. I mean, there are a lot of beaches for people to land on. Yeah. Well, look, let, let's move on and talk about other issues, which I have to say, I think for most people in terms of what's going to affect their lives is a much bigger issue. Uh, the pandemic that's ongoing, the abject chaos there. Um, NHS workers, we're told, were going to be um, you know, critical workers and therefore they'd be able to be to go ahead of that August the 16th date again. 
plucked from thin air as far as we can tell um, date when uh, you are no longer going to be uh, forced if you if you've got a negative PCR test to uh, be self-isolating for 10 days having been in contact with somebody the NHS workers are being told that they they can uh, uh, not not do that they just have a daily lateral flow test after that negative PCR test we had some nurses out in Westminster complaining about that saying we're being put at risk and patients being put at risk even though it was the NHS bosses asking for that we know there are numerous other critical um, businesses and workers you know whether it's you know transport workers whether it's uh, uh, police soldiers um, um, you know supermarket shelf stackers by the way street you know, street cleaners I mean these are all critical workers they all do rather more useful jobs than you and I do Brendan um, but um, we're told that although there is going to be there is a sort of list of the sort of people who do critical work who should be exempt businesses are going to have to apply individually themselves to the various different departments whether it's Department of Transport Department of Business or whatever uh, to ask for that exemption I mean, has anyone has anyone tried to reach a government department ever in the history of of, of time and, and, and thought that's a good way of doing it? If you're looking at trying to get someone back to work within a day or two instead of 10 days, I mean, chance would be a fine thing. Once again, the government has gone given a very mixed message, passed the buck uh, and made the problem someone else's problem without providing a solution. I mean, it's untenable, isn't it? Completely untenable, Julia, and the disruption to business at the moment is absolutely horrendous. Uh, I'm involved with a business association and we're seeing suppliers uh, struggling uh, to get their uh, supplies met to contractors. We're seeing staff being kept off. The hospitality sector is being hit in a massive way uh, because of the endemic, which I, I quite like, by the way. Um, and really, this is a chaotic system. We cannot have a situation where you've got, as you said earlier, one and a half million kids off of school, industry and business being disrupted to this degree after the year they've had. And when we're meant to be at a point where the economy is opening up and a certain level of normality is resuming, this is going to have massive costs uh, on businesses. And it's going to mean that businesses will have to fall short on their contracts, which will mean they'll lose custom and people will lose their jobs. Yeah. The government have got to get to grip with this. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. And again, there, there seems to be such a sort of a relaxed attitude where so many, especially those in the public sector and those who've got staff jobs um, who can work, who can do their job from home as opposed to people like taxi drivers or waiters or, or supermarket delivery people who, who can't work if they, if they uh, have to stay at home. There seems to be such a relaxed attitude by those who make a lot of the rules that, oh, well, you know, 10 days isolation. I think they just think it's an excuse for a bit of a lie-in. I, I really, you know, a chance to get a bit of gardening done at lunchtime. I, I just think they just, there's so many people who make decisions in this country who have no idea how most people's lives actually operate. Um, let's talk about those children you mentioned. I mean, a quarter of pupils were out of school last week. A quarter. Now, my, my daughter's school actually you know, broke up a, a week earlier, but um, most of them are, are breaking up uh, around now. Um, one million of the 1.7 million who were out of school, one million plus were due to being uh, contacts of those who were who got COVID and they're in isolation, despite being perfectly healthy themselves, uh, missing school. Chaos for schools, extra hassle for teachers, nightmare for parents who, uh, I mean, you know, I've got a 14-year-old. If she's off school, fine, she can stay at home. Um, but, you know, if you've got a child who's younger, you're actually legally not allowed to leave them at home. Absolute chaos um, for people who can't go to work. Um, and, of course, children missing out on proper education. We know that lessons on Zoom aren't as good as lessons in the classroom. And yet it's carried on happening. And again, for, for, for a million pupils who are at infinitesimally small risk of getting seriously ill from COVID. This is uh, a massive crisis, and this is on top of 
that already one year disruption to learning that's taken place where so many children have fallen behind. Uh, to have one and a half million children out of school, and that number's probably only ever going to go up yeah. uh, as long as this app is still in place, is going to have a terrible effect uh, on children's learning. And you're quite right to say that the virtual learning arrangements that are in place are not the same as having a teacher there in the classroom supervising and helping a child with their learning. Yeah. Again, the government promised that children would return to school, that there would be catch-up classes and that there would be money set aside to get children learning and back up to stand. Well, unfortunately, this is not happening because we're now sending one and a half million kids home when they should be in school. Yeah, exactly. And that, I'm sorry, that catch-up money was it was an absolute joke. I mean, it really was an absolute joke in terms of what was needed and the fact that no one's even thinking about doing any of it until uh, 2022. I mean, you've already got kids who have lost 100,000 children, never even returned to the school system uh, after uh, home learning, and those kids are lost forever. And where do you think they're going to end up? Uh, they're going to end up on the streets, going to end up here being uh, abused, uh, neglected, uh, used by gangs uh, into drug trafficking, criminal records, unemployment. I mean, I mean, we'll be paying the cost of this and those children will be paying the cost of this and society generally for decades to come. Lives ruined as a result of this. And, and I find it extraordinary day in, day out when, when the government, the decision makers are presented with the clear, clear costs and the downsides of all of the policies they pursue that they carry on doing it anyway. And, and by the way, with the support from your party. I, I find this just as extraordinary as you, Julia, and I wish my party were not supporting it. And it's it's more alarming because obviously we're going into the summer holidays now. We've got a new year starting in September where we're going to have a new cohort of children from across the whole country that are going to have their first stages of education, their first interaction with schools massively disrupted unless this app is dealt yeah. with. Um, that's no way to start an education. Oh, don't. If they bring the masks back again, I think I'm, I'm just done. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking... I'm really thinking is Sweden the place to go and live with now I mean, we, is that the place it's either that or I'm going to have to quit this job and go into politics and start a movement and start a party for just a, a to give a, a little bit of a shock to the system of uh, these politicians on all sides uh, to actually uh, make it clear that there, there is a large swathe of the British country who, who are not going to part with this anymore I don't care what the polls say people are, are voting with their feet and, uh, and I think we I think we know that it's the direction is only in one way and that is people who are coming to well the, the sanity and realising that this is an absolute madness what we're doing right now and continuing to do. Um, 6.47 is the time. Still so many stories to get to. The vaccine passports, uh, Dominic Cummings, that interview, Jeff Bezos blast into space and uh, Prince Harry and that $20 million advance for his memoirs. What are you saying to get $20 million? How explosive is it going to be? 6.47 is the time. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Don't forget to catch me live tomorrow morning from 6.30 on DAB, Smart Speaker and online at talkradio.co.uk. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.